Welcome to a very special episode of All Talk FC with your boys Chris, Danny and Mark. We're talking all things football. Champions League is back, so we'll preview some of that with our draft. We've had lots of Premier League action this week. Um, we'll do front three, back four. Mark's got a game for us and anything else we can think of. That was tough. Let's go! <laughs> So uh, Mark's got a big concert he's going to this evening, so we've kicked off a little bit earlier. We're currently recording this during Arsenal's hammering. shameful, I won't say hammering, but shameful uh, performance so far against Everton losing 1-0. So if I do scream out loud, which you know I'm likely to do, uh, I apologise. But uh, yeah, what do you think of the game so far, Dan? Seeing if you've seen none of it. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched about three minutes from behind my head and Arsenal are awful. No, not great. All right. We're struggling to start. Let's start where the weekend started with yeah. Liverpool winning on Friday night. Oh, Anyone see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. We've all watched it. It's yeah. Well, I'd, I'd messaged I'd message you, Danny, saying, or I'd messaged the group saying uh, uh, Liverpool are winning ugly again, and you said they've been doing it for a while. They have been. Yeah. So, um, go on, Mark. You had a lot to say when you was watching it. Yeah. I, well, the front three are struggling, really. Um, I think I said. In what way, that, though? Like. Maybe they're just getting tired. Maybe they're just too reliant I mean, on the team. Mano, Firmino and Salah, who still have about 50 goals between them. Yeah. Right? Well, I think the only I'd like my score- forwards to be struggling yeah, like they're that. They're the only ones scoring goals for the team. Yeah, but I think what they've carried the team to this point, and I think what Liverpool have got away with a little bit is their two signings, Cato and Fabino, haven't really been that great. I think it's if Kate's, we, Kate's I think been if we, injured though, like, isn't he? No, no they've, they've, they've just, just been, been playing. dropped. But I, I have a fear that they're going to come good next year and they're going to be. Well, if you listen to I think our pre-season pod or like game week one or something, I think Danny was like, I really watched Cater. He was the one to watch He's this amazing. season. He was he class was. at the beginning of the season. I remember thinking they've because I think even last year we recognised that midfield they were lacking, and we thought, all right. This might be the guy that they really need to bring it. It's together. weird because at Leipzig he was unbelievable. He was one of the best midfielders in, the, in Europe, and then obviously they bought him a year in advance, which was weird. He had he tailed off a little bit in the last season, but it's because he was moving. Came in like you said, first probably five six games was brilliant. It was like exactly what you need. It was like this central slash attacking midfielder who just takes players on, can pass like make through balls. I don't know what's happened. He just seems to have gone off the boil. But, but then Friday he was quite players. decent. Yeah, he and was, I was saying the game was, had to be won by the players. Who weren't the front? Who haven't been their best? Van Dyke, he was okay, like just doing his job. He wasn't really that special. But actually, Matip was the one who was bursting through, breaking the lines. He actually looked the better. Well, I wouldn't say better than Van Dyke because obviously you know the context. But he was looking one of the players who actually might get something open. So it was the game that had to be won by their outside their four best players, like the front three and Van Dyke. So. You say that, win. but Salah still got his uh, his goal, and it was a good goal. Yeah, he's so selfish, though. Come on, yeah, that... he is. yeah. But when you're on a goal drought like yeah. that, he's under so much pressure. You could just see the. Yeah, but he's under a goal drought because he doesn't he doesn't play team football. Did you see his the interview afterwards no. with him and Henderson? And they were saying about his goal drought. And he kept saying, "Well, Henderson's had a longer goal drought than me." <laughs> it's <laughs> not yeah, his job. That's a good point. It's not his job, though. I felt like for, after the game on Friday, for the first time, I felt a little bit upset. Like. 
oh, Liverpool are actually probably going to win the league. That was the first... Because you know I had a bet. This, you know, they were my bet to win the league. And at the start of the season, I put Atletico and Liverpool to win. Yeah. Atletico are not going to win. They're like 11 points behind Barca. They lost again last night to them. So that's, that bet's now out the window. And now I'm just upset that Liverpool are actually going to go win the league. And I don't I know. Don't I don't know. It. Well, I mean... It, it's now on City. They have to win, and they'll go a point clear if if they win. Well, it's not gonna. They're, they're going to be a game behind Liverpool all the way until the end of the twenty fourth of April when they play Ooh, May United. Yeah, another big finish. So May United will be the game in hand for them. So basically, it's going to. If both teams keep winning, which they probably should, they'll be well, constantly behind Liverpool the chase. Got Chelsea and it's. Yeah, but you City, said that, City but what does that mean? Like Chelsea ain't Isn't all that. The same Chelsea day. lost to Everton. Chelsea lost to Arsenal. Yeah. Chelsea lost yeah. to Spurs. Chelsea lost to everyone. On paper, yeah, it's a tougher game, but it should be a game than it win either way. Yeah. Is it the same date as the Gerard slip? Oh, maybe I don't know. That would be Check. good. Check. I don't know. I if doubt it, was... it because that's next week, and Gerard, I think there was only two games left. I don't know if it was the game on Friday or last week, um, but I just had this weird visual where um, it was two weeks early. Oh, Liverpool scored and then they all bunched up in the corner huddled around and it reminded me of when they played um, what, what, who was it against when Steven Gerrard was like we're closer to yeah, we don't Norwich. let it slip was it, was it against Norwich yeah yeah. and they were just I just thought this is a bad omen it looks exactly like they were bunched up saying we're almost there you know and I thought oh they're going to lose this I mean like not being I'm not a Man United fan so I actually want Liverpool to win I know you guys probably don't want it over, over really? Man City yeah, not, oh, for sure. Fans, I don't like. Unbearable. I don't like the monopoly that, that Man City. Are, uh, it's almost as like they they feel entitled to be winning it all the time. I found myself so good. wanting Liverpool over City. I I've, oh, out I of the don't. two, like obviously they're they're not my. Are you saying that as a Man United fan? Yeah, yeah. I, I, you're that, was, you're that it, deep into it. It was Friday that I but, really realised. I watched that game. I was like, I would take City winning this over Liverpool. But you can't was. say it as a Man United fan because they're both Man United's rivals. Yeah, yeah, but but. I know Sky Sports did a clip of uh, Man United fans and they were asking them who would they rather win the league and they were saying Man City all the way. At least it stays in the city. Liverpool are the rivals. Like, yeah. that, you know, the history between the two clubs. Uh, yeah. but the only uh, worse would be Leeds winning it <laughs> for Man United fans. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. See, I, I found myself out of the two. Maybe because it's Liverpool, I see them as the underdogs of the two teams. Absolutely. And City are on course to win four trophies. And I pinned that I'd, tweet I'd, on the All Talk FC one when they won the Carabao Cup saying... Uh, Man City's just won their first and only cup of this season. So yeah, like we'll, that see, how, we'll see to, how that goes. To carry on. Yeah. But um, should we actually go on to the FA Cup uh, result? Just might as well splint it off real quick. We can go back to the Premier League stuff. But, yeah, um, I, I I literally watched the last 10 minutes of that City Brighton game. Well, we watched it, it all here at yeah, Mark's house. It wasn't not the most exciting. That's game. what I heard the commentators say. Like I don't even know. I, I, looking at it, Brighton. Were happy is, to lose 1 0. I don't know if they were happy to lose 1 0, but they were very much like. In the first half, and you know, most of the game, they had opportunities where they could maybe have a break. It's uh, not good enough. But they, there's, but there was no point in them doing it. Holding it to one nil, I think going into half time, you, they can think, all right, we we have an opportunity to to get after this. Maybe the second half of the second half, they didn't really do that. I guess. Um, yeah. It wasn't the most exciting game. The red card well. could have changed it. Yeah, Carl Walker's headbutt. I mean, I, I was I kind of happy it. not to see the, it be a red card because. Was it a proper headbutt? It was. He a, slid it, his head down. He went head to head. He tried right? to, and he just kind of went down like that. And then uh, it's, it is a red card. Is it the one where it should the guy, be a red the guy card had fallen over? Absolutely, and it would have been a red no card. Well, yeah. he gave a yellow card each, and then VAR, VAR went to red. So VAR said, "Oh, have a look. This is a red oh, card." Oh, so did on, he get on the screen? No, no, he, no, he, no, he didn't go with it. Yeah, he looked at it and then was like, "No." But what the commentator was saying 
is VAR showed the replay in slow motion. Which is silly. And actually, when you watch it in slow motion, it looks like he just slipped his head down. But when you watch it in full speed, you're like, no, he did actually try to... Oh, interesting. It, it was a red card, but as we know, the small teams don't get these results. Do. <laughs> I hear uh, Benjamin Mendy was back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if he... He made, he made like 13 crosses or something in that game, which is which is ridiculous for any player. No, no, you don't yeah. care. Most teams don't cross a ball 13 remember. times in a game. I mean, we were talking a lot and drinking a bit for it, so I can't remember any cross being like a fantastic cross. or He, he, he didn't look like he had an amazing game, but yeah. it, it was there for them to... All the players could build up their stats on doing whatever because they had, what, 70-something like oh, percent just a classic possession. But they weren't, it, they weren't even creating that, like chances. It didn't feel like there was like... Uh, they're going to score their second goal here any minute. It was just like yeah. both teams were like, look, 1-0 suits us both. Brighton don't get embarrassed. City don't really have to get out of second gear, can rest mid-game. So, it, it, yeah, it was almost like an unof- unofficial, all right, let's leave it at 1-0. Both teams are happy. Yeah. Like, Do you think um, Ollie's got a bogey team now in Wolves already? Uh that's well, they, they lost twice. Lost twice in the I last must few admit, weeks I, I, this is outplayed the, twice. This is well. the game that made me worry the most about Oli as manager. He's oh, it la- started. It started two weeks in. No, he, he's not <laughs> he's shown himself to be a perfect manager. And even I said earlier on, I think he's been naive in certain aspects. And maybe he's this just getting out coached by a guy who's really good. This is where someone like a Van Gaal or someone like a Mourinho wouldn't lose to the same team twice in a, in a week. Yeah. No matter how bad we were playing, Danny's being told off. No fans. Yes, he's close to the mic. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, th- this was the game that made me worry the most because I was like, no matter how bad in the dark days Mourinho and Van Gaal were, <coughs> they would adjust in the second game. So when we lost to under Mourinho, we lost to Chelsea in the FA Cup where we, uh, Herrera got sent off, but he had worked out what the the game plan was and we played them a week later we then beat Chelsea with Herrera basically on hazard the entire game yeah but the, and the problem with that is it just seemed like Oli he changed the team based on our loss because uh, who did no who did we play just a few days before the Wolves game but it seemed like Watford where he played really badly and lucky yeah, so he seemed to change the game based on the Watford match not Based on playing Wolves, there's also a few injuries like Lukaku was out and stuff, which yeah. changed, the, changed the personnel. But the, the the problem I have with that, the reason I don't mind, uh, teams have their bogey team, right? Arsenal just can't beat Stoke, for example, or Newcastle away. It's just two people have their yeah, bogey teams. Imagine Barcelona playing Tuesday night on a rainy day in Stoke. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, with Messi, they can do whatever they want. Um, let's not get started. They got him. no chance. Yeah. But. Um, I don't mind that because that was exactly the problem with Van Gaal, with Mourinho, with everyone, is that they would go and just go, right, we'll just play boring football and not lose this game. Whereas Oli's going, no, we've got a way of work, way of playing, I want to play this way. And if there are teams that figure that out and can beat us, then right, we might need shift, but he's not going to go shut up shop at home to Wolves, or maybe away, away at Wolves, and try and like nick a point because he doesn't want to lose twice in a few weeks. So I still yeah, like that. The only thing I, I does in his favour is our team is quite bad like individually wise is it worse I, than what do you mean like bad performance wise or well, we just we've, you look at our midfield and we're like, like it's good that it's we've got young it's because Pogba's not playing well I mean that, yeah. that's the truth when Pogba plays well we're a different team yeah this was but, so reliant on him yeah I, he's not surrounded by pure quality like, no not at all and do you know what I think do you know what I think really doesn't help uh, Man United a lot is that I don't think 
their centre backs are that great on the ball. No, they're, they're not, not really good at start, not, helping no. start from the back. No, no. I do you think know. Jones and Smalling get an unfair amount of stick. If you went on Twitter after that game, it's like people were saying Oli should get sacked because they renewed their like their extended contracts, their yeah. contracts, and I'm like. God, they are like they do <clears throat> one mistake or two mistakes. And yeah, but you've it, weirdly stuck with Smalling for a long yeah. time. I, you don't, know, I don't understand your thing with him. You know, you know get Koulibaly. Hopefully, they get Koulibaly. He's the next big Van Dyke type centre back. They'll go and spend a ton of money in the summer, and all will be well. That's, Probably that's, not though. Every time you say this about a player, all they need is this one player that. Yeah, but you, you remember you, how everyone was going on like Liverpool just need this one player to sort out the back, and they brought Van Dyke, and look what it did. Yeah, Koulibaly yeah. is that good. We went what two 0 up against Leicester. And I was like, when Van Gaal was in charge, Di Maria scored the chip. And yeah. I was like, the Galact- they were calling them the Man United Galacticos. And that was like in full flow. Then we lost 5-2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, was the, that was the making of Jamie Vardy. That yeah. was the start of Vardy's reign of terror. Yeah. It's almost a shame that we're doing this a little bit earlier. Because the one, the one good thing about doing this earlier is that I get to bed early, which always helps me out. But one shame <laughs> is we're 20 minutes off probably... I reckon the, the game of the weekend, the most interesting of the game of the weekend, Watford. which is Watford versus Wolves in the yeah. FA Cup, because we just spoke about them, obviously. The best the of United. the rest, this game. Yeah. Uh, well, they're both on the same points in the league. Yeah. But, well, the funny thing about Watford, do, do, what, do you feel like Watford aren't getting the same kind of level of recognition as Wolves are? Because both, on the, like, Wolves both have in the just semi-final. Been promoted. I know, but Wolves also have a shit ton of money. And Wolves are and one point Watford ahead of... Don't, and do you know what? And, and you're probably due to that, because like, Troy Deeney came out this week and was talking about Gareth Southgate in terms of... Watford players in England. And yeah, Will, Will Hughes has been brilliant this season for Watford. Ben Foster's been looking. the best English yeah. player. Which, he said Troy Deeney, he, you know himself. He was yeah, but Deeney's thirty odd. He's not going to make. Yeah, but he's not, not going to make a team with eighteen year olds. But I think he's not. It's just in line with what you're saying. They're probably not getting the recognition. Part of it is that Wolves are new, so uh, it's a new thing to see. Next season, if they do it, they won't get the shine. That yeah, they do. Wolves are one point ahead of what. Oh, are they? Doing. All right. so, even still, so that's why they're well, getting the. Yeah, right. well, yeah. yeah. uh, What would be, yeah. be really interesting to see what Wolves do next year because they have got a lot of money, and so if they did want to go out, if they, they finish seventh, buy all of Fulham players. Well, they go out and buy a, load, <laughs> yeah. a you know a couple of another, a couple more world class players. You, you you never know. Like they could start challenging. They haven't lost. I don't think they've lost a game to any top six team. I think that's right in the Premier hey, League. Wolves. This no, season. they had. They lost three two to Tottenham. Okay, well then that. Oh yeah, in that live Saturday night one. But I think that was one of the only ones. The rest they've either beaten them or yeah. they've drawn with them. So they know how to play against big teams. They know how to play on the break. They can just not lose to. They've like, lost to Huddersfield twice. They just don't lose those stupid games. They might have an actual chance of starting to make an upset, which would be really interesting. And they've got the money to do it. Way more money than the likes of Everton or Watford or anyone else. So, uh, yeah, if I were the top six, I'd be a little nervous looking at them at the moment. Chelsea, probably. Do you think the Watford manager, uh, sorry, the Wolves manager, doesn't get enough like links with big jobs? I think. Uh, well, it it's first season in the Premier League, but he, but last season yeah. everyone was saying Wolves. Like, I don't know if you followed much of the Championship last year. Never. But Wolves. They they, oh, they, because, walked, they walked the league yeah because they were saying that oh, last season was boring because City walked. How many this... players did they bring in once they, when they got promoted? Almost not a lot. Almost yeah. the goalkeeper. Yeah, and a couple more Portuguese yeah. players, Joao yeah. and Rui Patricio. Yeah, and basically got the whole Portuguese squad. But yeah, like they last year was uninteresting title races in the Championship and in the Premier League, and it was Wolves just run away with it playing like absolute quality football. They came in with the hype. He seems to have got to now Feb making the hype justified we're it's, in April 
But big right. jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but <laughs> it's going quick. But all right then, are you talking about linked with big jobs? But big jobs in what sense? Because just just what jobs like, are available? But like his name I mean, maybe even come in, up. in terms of like, at least the Premier League, maybe only Chelsea. Well, Chelsea's going to be Chelsea. The only big well, one. Man United had a vacancy. True. Like, but I think once once Oli won that PSG game, they even started I mean, talking about before Oli, the, before about Oli came because... in. It didn't even seem like he was even a candidate. Like you hear the same name. I just don't think he'd be interested. The, the like reason is a, a because... or someone. But you, do you reckon you, it's his color? No, no do you know what? Do you know what? It, the reason will be because that right now there will not be a, a much better place for him to go. He's got he's Portuguese. He's got half his Portuguese squad. He's got a ton of money and backing behind him. They're the underdogs. Like anywhere he went, he would be on the back foot immediately. It's Whereas probably, right now he's in a really strong find, position. Yeah, but there's him staying versus him actually getting linked to jobs. Like, I'm not it saying probably cost go, the team I'm a just... lot of money to get him away from Wolves as well. Yeah, I just, I just generally don't think, because I think it's so far-fetched that he would leave right now for any of those teams that I just don't think they'd talk about it. But another season like he's had this year, absolutely. And he'll probably be the Portugal manager at some point in the future as well. So how long? He's, he's still quite a young manager. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, so yeah. he's got a lot growing. No, no. He um, used to, um, he was a coach under Mourinho for a while, as every Portuguese coach is. Uh, but yeah, he was a coach under Mourinho for a while. Yeah. Burnley got a massive win. Oh, huge yesterday. Massive. That was huge. Who saw it? I watched it. I didn't. I there didn't was there was probably the worst defending you've ever seen from Bournemouth for every goal. Every goal was just a massive mistake. They're a weird one this year, Bournemouth. They're... They've been weird for a while. It's like some days they can look like like Arsenal light or what Arsenal used to be, and then they, sometimes they're just they're just they've lost defensively. nine. I think it's nine away games in a row, something like that, which. That, you know, talking about people being linked, right? Eddie Howe never gets linked to anything, you know. And you look at Eddie, what Eddie Howe's done. He's the longest-serving manager in the Prem. And you look at what he's done with Bournemouth and what he's got. You think, I oh, he, he would probably get linked, right? If Sorry goes, yeah. is Eddie Howe the kind of guy that, like a Brendan Rodgers in the making type thing, to come yeah. to Chelsea? But they won't. He but, won't get linked because he'll go on and lose nine games in a row, and it just won't learn. I think that's why. And now Bournemouth are in just in that run. Luckily, they've probably picked up enough points; they'll just be safe. I guess but, Eddie Howe's stuck in that. He's got a way he wants to play, and he does, he'll go out and try and play it, and he doesn't care if teams work it out. Like I thought you liked that kind of manager. <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> was, uh, no, I'm not, I like him. I, I'm not saying anything. I like him. I like him a lot. I think he's a good no, English manager. Eddie Howe, until he goes somewhere else, because he only left Bournemouth once and flopped. Yeah. So until he goes somewhere else, unfortunately, he'll always have that stigma. So This is so disappointing. What minutes? It? Uh, it's the uh, 83rd minute. Do you even look like scoring? Uh, no, nah, not really. But um, this is Ozil's first away start in like oh, since Boxing Day. I heard it earlier. Yeah, well, he's he's back in the team now. He's captain. He was captain today. He's on the oh, he's, the there he is on the bench. He's obviously yeah. been drawn off. But when I mean like El Nani started as well, which I just thought was odd. Uh, yeah, isn't well, if you're gonna play Ozil, Terreira injured there. If you're gonna play Ozil, you need yeah. El Nani and oh, um, look at that. Someone else sat there. What's happened? Uh, Ozil just threw his jacket at Unai Emery and the manager's coming together. Oh, and really? So it's happened, yeah, just from the stand. Great stuff. Oh, my goodness. Is he going China, Ozil? I, I can't see anyone else. Could he, he get in any... As long as he yeah, gets could out. He get <laughs> could he get in a Chinese team? I'm not <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, well, there's no one else could afford him. No English team's going to have him and no Spanish or Italian team can afford him. I reckon him, so. some German club will pick him up, surely. Nah. Not for the... No, 350 grand a week. He's like, how old is he? Thirty something? Yeah. I don't know. He's just. I he can't even get. He can't football. get in the German squad. He's, so. he's just a toxic player. Like, he's not great. He, he's, I don't even know. He'll just bring the mood today. down around. I guess it might be a last ditch attempt from Emery, thinking what, 
what's the what else could I do to try and motivate this guy? I'm not sure about Emery. Do you know what annoys me about Emery? His open mouth. Yes. He just stands there with his open mouth all the time. And I can't understand a word he says. I don't trust people that just stand there with their open mouth. Like, there's... um... Yeah, it's just a, smack. How bad they're You've got a loose, loose jaw, you know. Do you know what I mean? What it's I like is, stupidity. I like how it, how uh, energetic he is on the sidelines, but yeah, he's just his mouth's wide open, constantly uh, just like catching flies. Yeah. Oh my god. I think that last week it was talked about: is he going under under the radars and not? He's an underrated manager. Nah, how, never for me. I think I think never if, 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 last week Arsenal were third, and it was like, wow, he's actually having quite a good season. He's already. On the same amount of points as Arsenal got the you entire. Two adam- you two adamant they're finishing third. You, you thought they were going to be second. They're, they're just not going to get top four. Marcus <laughs> makes stuff up sometimes. It's, it's literally impossible for them to come second. Like they're too far away. No, Liverpool's win on Friday did officially mean Man United can't win the title. So. Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, God. Was, uh, Never mind. But um, yeah, no. But Arsenal's still in the top four. Right. No, yeah. they, they are. It's just, it's just annoying when you. Yeah. It's just annoying yeah. when there's three points between Man United and Tottenham. If this remains the same, like yeah, right. it's it's a it's a great. Cr- I mean, unfortunately, the relegation is done, and the title is just between two. So it actually, the only thing to play for is the top four. So at least there's something in the last five games of the season. Six or for uh, Europa League as well, which would be interesting. If Arsenal do that, I'm going to the game on Thursday. Actually, what, against Napoli. Napoli. Yeah, yeah, tough game. Tough game. Now it's now I'm starting to pay attention to it, and hopefully, I mean I don't know. Napoli, I think are favourites to win it at the moment, or maybe Chelsea are. Is but... Milan still in it as well? I can't remember the big teams. Although Man still United have a ridiculously hard April. Yeah, yeah. All the teams in Barcelona twice. Then they've the easiest game is West Ham at home. And they got Everton away, City at home, and Chelsea at home. Jesus, you, <laughs> like... you, I don't think you're making top four. <laughs> I do not. I don't think you're gonna make it after maybe. that, especially because you you've got so many players that are out and stuff. Yeah, maybe it's gonna be tough. As long as we're in touching distance with two games to go, because we end the season with Cardiff and Huddersfield, who will be already down. Yeah, well, they're down now. So, I mean, yeah. I know Cardiff aren't, but they were for me months ago. Yeah, as you know. We're talking about that now. We got Champions League draft and uh, Champions, yeah, League Champions League to talk about. Week. Yeah, which is good. It's interesting now, uh, European football this year, isn't it? Like. Uh, just put up who's uh, who's still in it. Cause so we've got the four English teams. Which is City good. are playing Tottenham. Man United's England got Barcelona. Liverpool have... Porto. Porto. And then... Juve Ajax. Juve Ajax. Is Ronaldo out injured? Could Ajax do it? They po- probably. Well, really is, is, well, Ronaldo, is he out? Is, well, well <laughs> who was it that, that showed the picture the other week of him posting in his underwear yeah. uh, saying I'm fit no he's not been playing yet he's not back in the Juve squad maybe they're saving him for this but he'll definitely be back for the second leg which is the only well, reason bought, why they bought him through, for the Champions League so he'll be back it won't for surprise second... me if they said you are not, you don't need to play in the league again <laughs> well they're 20 something points yeah. ahead of the league <laughs> yeah, anyway. so. he, but he'll be back for the second leg 100% so even if they lose 2 or 3 nil, he'll go and win them the second leg so it doesn't matter uh, that's why you I generally think Juve will go through. I think City will go through. I think Liverpool will go through. And you know, I, unfortunately, I did think United could beat Barca, but we've had a wake last, up call. Yeah, the last few games we've lost three out of four, and probably should have lost against Watford as well, which would have been four out of four. And the way Barcelona are playing at the moment, Messi is just—you can't stop unbe- hearing about unbelievable. He's doing. Yeah. What he's yeah. doing is under. Do you know he's been involved in more goals for uh, Barca this year than ever in his career? The guy's thirty-two. 
And you think he's had a good career? And this season is having one of his best seasons seen, ever. Seen this thing on Twitter where it's like Messi's twenty free free kicks, uh, open play, free, uh, not open play free kicks, but um, spot free kick goals is like twenty. And it was going down, down the baller, and a few players were like nine, and then Ronaldo's four. Yeah, I bet he's still got ninety nine rating or something on, on yeah. FIFA. Oh, but, Messi's um, that free kick the other day. That was just crazy. That Villarreal game. I uh, that was such a good game. Such a good game. It ended four four. Oh, yeah. Was that the one on ITV four? Yeah, Cazorla dominate like literally Sanchez. spent seventy five minutes dominating the whole game, and you're like, this is this is the old Cazorla. He's back, and then Messi just thought, oh, I've had enough. I'm just going. Yeah, bet eleven because that eleven sports I think have first dibs, don't they, on the Spanish games and ITV four gets the one. Yeah, just for the rest of this season. Then next season they get uh, eleven sports linker drops of all La Liga. Yeah, I I imagine so because Rory was saying, oh, it's well worth the five quid a month. And I was like, well, what else do you get? It was like, oh, just the Spanish football. I was like, well, the title's over. Like, yeah. Now it is. Yeah, the only thing interesting is Atletico. just to see how many times uh, Real Madrid can lose like this for the rest of the season, isn't well, it? They lost again to Valencia last week. And then um, I, think they won, I think they won yesterday, but not convincingly at all. Right, so bring up the Champions League draft. So, so, do you want to remind us? The rules, rules, rules of the game I is: rules, rules of the game is whoever has the winner at the end in their draft wins. And is there a redraft now that we're three to one? No, we we get to change one one of our teams each. We're still going to have four. We still have four. Should we not at least have three? There's only there's hardly any teams left. Look, look, this is the beta year of it. We just started it, so we're testing these things out. We know that the results league has been an overwhelming success. That doesn't need to change. The draft league might need a few. The Champions League draft might need a few adjustments. How many teams are left? Eight. Yeah. Yeah, and we've got we've four got, teams got, each. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've got four teams. So, so surely, surely we, we can get rid of even even if we get one in one each, we have still got too many teams. All right, all right. So, so how do you want to do this then? You want to get rid of two and then change one if you want? No, I think I think we should just get rid of one each. So we've now got three left. And then the next round we should get rid of another. There we go. And then yeah, we can change one if we want. Because no one, no one's going to change. How did we decide? We didn't decide. So who's got the most teams left in the competition? So I've got City and Liverpool left. I've got Barcelona, Juventus, and Porto. So I've got three. Left. I've got two left, United, United and Spurs. Oh, God. <laughs> Me and you have got all the English teams. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we were big at the start on English teams. I'm smashing it. So, so, Spurs are winning the Champions League, as I predicted. Me against you again. So, so I'm going to drop, I'm gonna drop Real Madrid. Of, no, are they, no, are they still in it? No, 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 no. I'm going to drop Real Madrid. And then, and then so, so you guys, guys I can, I'm not going to change any of mine. So then, well, no, you no, guys... of course we're not. Because yeah, yeah. we've all got the teams <laughs> left. In the... You could pick up a team, couldn't you? Well, I'm, well, I'm going to drop. Um, I'm going to drop, drop Dortmund because they're out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yes, I'm, if, if I can, I'll swap that. Yeah. Are there any teams that aren't picked that are still available? Athletic. Oh, Ajax. Oh, yes. I'm going to swap Athletic for Ajax. Well, how do you get first? I don't know. It's just happened. Fair enough. Mark. Overwhelming. Shotgun rules. Right, wonderful. I'm changing. Right. It's, it's going in. Ajax, the league Dortmund, the league Real Madrid, Madrid. Madrid. And, then and then you can, you either, can either get rid of, get rid of PSG, PSG or Bayern. Do you know what? I'm going to keep hold of them. Is there another one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight? I'll just keep hold of them. You never know. 
you never know, know. You could find that Man United were actually cheating and get banned from the competition. To make this fair, to make this fair, I think we should all go down to two teams, and then we have the option to switch one if we want. So take your two teams out. It's actually difficult. Oi! Taking Juventus out. We do him. So I'm left with Man City, Liverpool. You're left with. I'm left, I'm left with Barca, Juventus, and well, let Mark drop, drop, the, drop yours, yours, Mark, and let me just give it a think. Because well, well, if you want to switch any of your teams, well, Mark, well, Mark you're obviously going to drop Bayern and PSG because they're out. Yeah, so you've got Man United, so you've got United Spurs. I've got City and Liverpool, and Chris, you're the one with three. You've got Barca, Juventus, so you've got to get rid of one. Well, I'm dropping, I'm dropping Porto. He's a choice, I think. So then it's. It doesn't really matter who, but we've got a choice of adding Ajax or Porto or just not doing anything. Sure. So I'm actually going to keep mine then. I don't I'm going to keep mine. Even though I think I've got the two B-sides, I think the two floating teams also the B-sides. Yeah, I'm Man City and Liverpool. I still think one of the winners might come from that. The winners, yeah, you've got Man City. Ajax is a sniff of a chance. No, no. Ronaldo, Ronaldo coming back for Juventus. He's just a monster. It's the Ronaldo Cup. They're, They're so, so hard to, to predict. Who are you? Are? Juve. Like, well, not, well, not in the league. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they've they messed up a few of my accumulators. Have they really lost twice this season? Yeah, yeah no, no, better no. than both <laughs> times. <laughs> I think they got a draw. Is the early kickoff? No, no, no. I've got This is the stupidest game ever. Yeah, but it's still over. What does the winner get? The winner gets. This game's still going on, sorry there. Yeah, yeah, yeah one minute, it's, it's 94th, 94th minute. minute. Yeah, there's one, one minute, minute left. Why? Why? That's just because we're getting close to kick off on the FA Cup. Yeah. yeah. It's in three minutes, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Left out a bit of time. Oh, Alright. What about Lacazette and Babiang? What about, what about, um, Black Black what about, what about who's, who's winning? winning? You guys have I'm I'm overwhelming favourite here. Who do you pick? I've got Babiang. Are you, Are you everyone in front of you? He's, he's, he's like not even starting these days. Yeah, yeah but, but he's still, still got like he's still like the third highest goal scorer in the Premier League. I will give you the stats. So you've got so Lacazette is on 15 goals for Arsenal this season, and Aubameyang is on 22. Ooh, selling it, smashing it. Well, are we, well, are we, if it was, was it just Premier League? League? No, it was all goals. All goals. All right. In the Premier, Premier League, they're a bit closer, but yeah, fair enough. Yeah. All right, Mark. How about we go to your game? Seeing as we did some good Champions League uh, talk there. <laughs> Very, Very insightful, thanks. Very insightful, insightful, insightful stuff, boys. Well done. Ronaldo, Ronaldo, Ronaldo Cup. Dracula will ever rename it eventually in the future. What, to the Ronaldo Cup? Yeah. Probably not. It's a shame. He's one of the most, isn't he? Raul won it a lot. But yeah, must have done. He's won it four times. Five times, in fact. He won it at United as well. Yeah, he must be. Most goals, most everything in it. Trying to think who's definitely most goals. Because back in the early two thousands, the winners would uh, rotate a bit more. Yeah. Even in the nineties as well, no. Real Madrid won it thirteen times. That doesn't really help. Uh, who has won the Champions League the most? That doesn't help. Which player? Trent Sadoff has won the Champions League with a record three different clubs. Oh, that's not why I asked. Yeah. Uh, why won't it tell me? It's Ronaldo got... first to win five Champions League yeah, titles. Yeah, he's got the There you go. Soon to be six, and I'm going to win the Champions League draft, and that's 50 quid each from both of you. I've just decided. Shotgun rules. <laughs> you're laughing, but you're going to pay me that for the fantasy uh, anyway. Well, I'll so. just get... Mark's going to be getting me a, a bottle of whiskey, so uh, I'll just pass that on to you. All right, deal. Pass on these Christmas presents. Cool. Um, Mark, let's Mark. go. 
And did we do a bet about whether Ozil would be player of the year on your prediction? Unfortunately, we didn't. But we didn't. That was just our three big uh, shots. I think before it was the, a period where it looked like it. I think before the last one of the year, we should go back to that first episode and just check what well, three that, predictions that, we made and then well, see. Mine who was that Lacazette like, would score more than. I think that was my uh, third prediction. I can't remember. Yours was Spurs was win the Champions League, which is still alive. <laughs> and sure to get a cap, which happened, and Lacazette like, score more than. Aubameyang. And, I, and I said, there's no way. That's I think mine was the Liverpool Atletico. Chris said that my Lacazette was ridiculous. And then you predicted Arsenal to win the league. <laughs> yeah. Ozil to get player of the year. Yeah. What was your third one? Uh, was it... Uh, Something to... Uh, was it Arsenal Wenger going to manage Man United? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that was what, one of mine was Mourinho to be gone before the end of the season and Pochettino to come in. Yeah. Ah, I was close. Almost. Almost. Close. Never mind. Anyway, what's the game? All right. I did not make this game at all, but I saw the article on BBC and thought, oh, I'll just use this. So, <laughs> good planning. So BBC had, had a little quiz this week. Yes, wake him up from his nap, he yeah. clearly did know. No, I had, yeah, well, the game, I saw, saw the game uh, yesterday. It was like, can you guess some of these ridiculous football excuses? So they, the BBC did a little quiz, and I'm just going to ask you guys in turn. Who wants to go first? <laughs> yeah. well, I'll go first. Chris has no chance. Go on. So, Jurgen Klopp blamed this after Liverpool drew nil-nil with Everton this season. Did he blame the wind, the players' tight socks, or a black cat? A uh, black cat. Then a black cat on the pitch. The wind, wasn't it? It was the wind. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Why so, the wind? Because it was a windy day, and he just blamed it. It was a windy day. Because it's multiple choice. I'm not doing a handover. So, Danny, you're next. Oh. What do you mean? I think get, get the points. points. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Lucky you. Former Birmingham City manager Barry Fry once blamed a supposed curse for his side not winning. What did he do in order to try and get rid of this curse? Did he put crystals in the changing room? Did he pray on the centre circle? Or did he urinate on all four corners of the pitch? I feel like it was the, the third one. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sure I, the only thing that's getting me, because I really hope it is that, is I have heard the crystal thing before and I have no idea if it's Barry Fry, but... My uh, favourite stripper. For, uh, <laughs> just for um, the sake of it, I hope it's this. I'm going to go for the third one, which is winging on all four corners. Correct. Yeah. 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 Where's he from? Is he Brazilian? Barry Fry. Barry Fry. Yeah. He's British. He's British. <laughs> The guy, the guy um, owned Leighton Orient, and then uh, uh, is it boxing? No, darts. I've just, seen, I've just heard too many like Brazilian boxing. fighters that just drink their own piss, and I was just like, is this a Brazilian thing? But carry on. No, All right. Chris. After Newcastle drew one-one with lowly Stevenage, manager at the time Kenny Dalglish blamed what for that result? The wind was. Oh, he blamed the ball, but what was it about the ball? Was it the wrong size, the wrong colour, or was it too bouncy? Ah, oh, the first one sounds a bit weird, right? Uh, the wrong size, because that'd be pretty obvious. Too bouncy or the wrong colour? Let's go for too bouncy. Correct. Yeah. Did you say Kenny Dalglish, the Newcastle manager? That's what it said here. Where was he, Newcastle manager? In 1998. All right. <laughs> obviously, obviously of course 
That's so weird. I don't remember him being Newcastle manager. He can't. Well, he drew a steam. I would love it. Can't have been for long. No, that's Keegan. That's, that's why I thought. I thought the mistake was maybe it was Keegan. Actually, wasn't Keegan manager then? No, he was ninety nine, isn't it? Yeah, but he was manager for a few years. Anyway, I have a feeling that's wrong. Kenny Douglas, Newcastle manager. In January '97, Douglas was appointed manager of Newcastle. There, oh, you, go. there you go. Anyway, next. Stop questioning stuff. Oh, yeah. This is a. Open goal for Danny here. Uh oh. What food did Martin Yole claim made the Spurs players unwell on the final day of the season? At West Ham. At oh. West Ham. Was it macaroni and cheese, spaghetti carbonara, or lasagna? So I had lasagna in my head before you said it, but then I was like, oh, I, I mean, I'm imagining spaghetti is what I had in my head actually. And then I thought, it might be lasagna. What, what did you say? Carbonara? So you got macaroni cheese, Don't spaghetti carbonara, or lasagna? Ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How is this an open goal? Is Isn't that? it? <laughs> I was hard. It's one of those last two, but I can't remember which one it is. Um, I thought lasagna, and then I instantly thought spaghetti, and then you said both. Damn it. Um, it's a 50-50. Well, I thought it was an open goal. I'm, I'm going to go for the... Lasagna. I had spaghetti before. Do you not remember everyone joking about Wenger's lasagna? No. Yeah. Did lasagna yeah. being the correct so, answer. Oh, so you got it right. Yeah. Oh, I had spaghetti in my mind before, so I thought, I'm wrong. <laughs> when you said lasagna, I was like, it's probably right. He's back again. What did Jurgen Klopp, who's known for his excuses, blame when Liverpool drew 2-2 with already relegated West Brom last season. Was the pitch too dry? Was the pitch too green? Or was the grass too long? Uh, the grass too long. Oh, it was the green, wasn't it? The pitch was too dry. Oh. oh. Does it give re- what context to it? It said after the game, he said, if you do it like West Brom, the ball is constantly in the air and you do not need a wet pitch. And that's how it is. We just have to deal with that. Next year, when they're playing in the championship with a dry... Uh, they can do it next year, playing in the championship with a dry pit. <laughs> Ooh, ouch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little bird. I'm lucky, mate. Go on, keep going. I'm winning this. Obvs. Of course. All right. I do not know how to say this guy's name. What animal did Ukrainian defender Vladislav Bashchuk say kept the national team up all night against when they were to play Spain in the 2006 World Cup. Oh my goodness, what a question. Where was the 2006 one? That South Germany. Africa. 2006? Yeah. It was in Germany. Yeah. Wasn't... That was the German. Yeah, German yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking, like, if it was South Did Africa. Did Spain win? 2006. I think so. Yeah. No, 2004 no. was Euros, isn't it? 2006, no. Brazil... Uh, no, God, Brazil won 2002. Uh... Winner was. Like then, I wanted. To, uh... <laughs> you want to guess? Yeah. It was Spain. Oh, it, it was Italy. Italy. Yeah. Was it the headbutt? Uh, yeah, the headbutt. It was the headbutt. headbutt. The year that all the teams got done for fixing. Yeah. Classic Italian football, great. All right, all right go on. So um, they kept up all night by frogs, foxes, or birds. I think oh, I remember this one. I. I'm gonna go with foxes. It's frogs, isn't it? It's frogs. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What were the frogs doing? Ribbiting. <laughs> <laughs> They're ribbiting on the night. <laughs> oh, a bit like us now. Good, oh, good, good game. The one thing I actually remember as well. 
Alright, Chris. What did former Scotland manager Gordon Strachan say the reason his side did not qualify for the 2018 World Cup? Was it his squad's talent, the squad's looks, or the squad's height? I Do you remember? It? I remember it's it. funny how you seem to remember the other person's yeah. questions. Well, I mean, logic dictates it has to be their talent. But and their looks is a weird one. Height, maybe. Uh, I guess it depends on who they played, right? To, so they didn't qualify. I wonder if they played a massive I team. mean, I don't think there was any real rhyme or reason to any of those three things yeah. being true. Right, this right. is a gonna... quiz about excuses. Uh, yeah, this yeah, is a quiz about, about truth. I'm going to go for their talent. Oh, it was height, wasn't it? It's height. Yeah. Oh, it sounds so ludicrous, though. Yeah. Do you not remember him saying that genetically Scotland are behind other nations? Uh, no. Yeah, I don't really follow. Short players. That's funny. And Ryan Fraser is short. He said, maybe we need to get big women and big men together to see what we can do. <laughs> I guess he means... Talk to my sister. <laughs> I'm joking. It was a joke, Dan. I don't have a sister. I know. That's I was going to say, if I did, she'd be a big woman. That's what I was looking at you. Also. So I'm a big man. Right. Great. Thanks for that. You ruined my joke. The, 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 the listeners didn't know. All right. <laughs> what item of clothing did the Italy defender Christian Panucci blame for his subpar performance in the nil-nil draw against Denmark in Euro 2004? Did he blame the material of his socks, the material of his boots, or the material of his shorts? I have no idea. We're going further and further back in time here. Um, well, we just I'm had 2018. Gonna, I'm just going to... Yeah. I'm going to guess... Way back. Um, his shorts, because that sounds ridiculous. It's his boots. It was his socks. Oh. He said, uh, I had blisters on my heels at the end of the game. The thread that these socks were made of is too rough. <laughs> He's pretty good on a footballist. Well, they make they make socks like partly out of plastic as well, isn't it? For the hat trick, Klopp is back again in this excuse. It's still only two one to me as well. Yeah. This is embarrassing. Come on. What did Jurgen Klopp blame this time for Liverpool's one one home draw against Leicester last year? How's Arsene Wenger not been in it? This for excuses. Rogers. Did he blame Harry Maguire winning every header, the Anfield atmosphere, or the snow? Um, mm, I don't know the one. To this one. I'm gonna go for. I'm gonna go for the atmosphere. B. He's got history with weather. Snow. <laughs> That's why I would have gone with just because the last one was wind. In England, people are not used to it, but in Germany, you give the shovels to all the people, even those in the stand, and they come on 15 minutes early to help clear it. Quality. <laughs> well, they all do that. in their clubs, don't they? The fans. Yeah. yeah. I guess they've got a Quality. sense of responsibility. Quality. It's funny that you mentioned uh, Wenger not being on this quiz. When I think of managers with excuses, I think Jose Mourinho. Of ah. course, yeah. So, Danny. And, and uh, Hodgson as well. He has tons of excuses. In 2011, Real Madrid lost to arch-rivals Barcelona while Mourinho was manager. 5-0. What was his excuse? Was it the lack of ball boys, the lack of cones, or the lack of water bowls? <laughs> <laughs> it could all be true <laughs> probably all of them uh, I'm going to go with ball boys cones isn't it it is ball boys oh. yeah. what I'm about to say is not a criticism I'm just stating the facts 
There were no ball boys in the second half, which is something typical of smaller teams. With a little dig at Barcelona there. That's small teams. Like, if you say something, at least make it a little bit true. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, Have I won? Is that it? Yes, Danny won. 3-1. 3-1 to Danny Boy. Four correct answers out of ten. A mid-table finish, just one dodgy lasagna short of a big performance. That's the sum up from this quiz. <laughs> Very good. We'll start stealing BBC quizzes more often. But you see why I stole it. It was a good... Uh, it was, it yeah, was a yeah, ready-made game. That was good. All also, right. Because you're lazy. Um, should we... Go drop back to the results league, just because we haven't actually talked about it. Yes, let's go to the results league. So uh, last week I went for Burnley to beat Bournemouth 2-0, but they did win, thankfully, even though they got an own goal. But I'm just glad to get some points finally, but I feel like it's been forever. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, Mark went for uh, Newcastle to beat Crystal Palace at home 1-0. No, Palace, it was all three away wins. That, that game actually, I know we didn't talk about it, Newcastle... I don't know how many chances they had. It was literally all Newcastle don't the whole game. That, Dan. <laughs> and, then, and then Zaha went up the other end and got a penalty. That is it. Oh, dear. Uh, and, of course, Milivojevic scored it because he's now scored something like 15% of all the Premier League's penalties this season. Oh, this season? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Imagine uh, all yeah, the Premier League penalties. That'd be like, amazing. Yo, how many has he had? <laughs> well, he's, he's, scored, he's scored 10 this season. Oh, has he? Yeah, Still not 10 penalties. Uh, and then um, Danny went for Chelsea to beat West Ham. West Ham. It hasn't happened yet. It's tomorrow night. Yeah, it's tomorrow night. Please, West Ham. Please. Uh, it's actually quite close at the top between me and you. Since you've got that point, you're now um, you're on 19. 19. I'm two points ahead, but 21. But game in hand. Boom. And Mark is just um, the Huddersfield of the group. Yeah, 15. Not doing very well. Mark. Cardiff, I would say, because you still think there's hope. There's no hope. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting really. Uh, it's getting difficult to actually figure out games now, isn't it? I'm starting yeah. to get pen and paper out because yeah. I've still got to pick Arsenal, Palace, and Spurs to lose, and the only team I've got left to win is Fulham. Right. I'm not going to do that next week. Any of those teams, um, <laughs> okay. because I don't need to yet. And I've, I've, I was just having a quick look at some of the future fixtures, so I might do ones that are a bit more favourable to me. Finally, the tactics are out. Tactics Who are you going for? out the window. So next week, I'm going for Man United to beat West Ham. And I'm going for uh, 2-0. Okay. 2-0. Mark, who's yours? I'm... Look, mine... I really don't think it... I'm caught, but I'm, it just makes sense. I'm going to do Chelsea to beat Liverpool. 1-0. Ooh. I have to pick History Liverpool repeating itself. And out of all the fixtures Liverpool ever left, I was that's like, probably the one that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you've said it like five times already. Yeah. So I'm going. They're playing Chelsea. Yeah. They're playing Chelsea. I'm um, I'm going left field, and I'm going for a massive result: Crystal Palace to beat Man City. I almost went for that. And then one 0 <laughs> uh, I think they're going to come off their big game against Spurs. They're going to rest some players. They lost against Palace. And he's given me a chance. Imagine up. this weekend City and Liverpool both lose. <laughs> but I've also got to pick Palace to win and City to lose, so it just works really yeah, nicely. Yeah. I've got to pick Liverpool to lose, and I've only picked Chelsea once, and that was to beat City, and they did. So Good, so we'll see how we do next week. Yeah. That's all our games done. I actually can't, I'm, I can't wait for um, European football this week, actually. I don't know why, for, maybe it's just doing this, and do it, th- even if the Champions League draft is crap. It's actually kept me quite engaged in watching a lot of the games. Yeah. Whereas for Ars- just because Arsenal's not in it, I probably wouldn't pay that much attention. How about next year we do a Europa League draft? Yeah. <laughs> well, it depends what who, we get? Depends who doesn't get in the top four, to be honest. 18 teams each. Drop a few. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a more refined system yeah. uh, in the future. 
Right, I think all we've got left is front three, back four. Am I allowed my phone now? Uh, yes, you may have your phone, Danny. You know, it's ringing off the hook. But come on, just tell her your, your girlfriend to relax. <laughs> all right, who wants to go first? Because go I seem to be going first every week. That's because yeah. you say, who wants to go first, and then you just start talking. Well, I might as well go first right now. <laughs> um, in my back four this week is the AAF. Do you know the AAF? No. No, no. It's the Alliance of American Football. Okay. So this season, um, a new football, American Football League started. It started a week after the Super Bowl. So uh, for, throughout time, I don't know how long, there's always been sort of different leagues that try to, you could say either compete or at least be another avenue for American football there. And this season it was the Alliance of American Football. They have stopped business after eight weeks, uh, after their first eight weeks of the season. And... Um, they haven't officially uh, closed for business, like they haven't, um, what are we going to call, folded, but they've just stopped. they paused, as they call it. Is that because they've got no fans? It's because they've got no money. Because they've got no fans? Because they've got no fans. And because no one knew, knew about them? No, well, I mean, they've had, they've had a, 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 some good turnouts. They've had, like, oh, really? crowds of 10, 20, 30,000. Um, because, like, in America, I mean, uh, American football dominates, and I think a lot of them actually like just just watching American football. And these are, some of them are players that used to be in the NFL that probably didn't make it. Like Johnny Manziel was their biggest name. Okay. Um, but, That's a shame. Yeah, well, the thing is, they kind of... It was a bit weird. They had... Um, the person who invested all their money was a gentleman that called... Uh, what's his name? John Dundon. And um, he's, a, he's the owner of an NHL team. His thing was that he needed, he wanted support from the NFL to give them all their young players. He was like, without the help of the NFL's young players, we've got no chance. And he said that afterwards, when he lost $70 million in, uh, of a, his, two, his initial $250,000 investment. Not, none of that math sounds up, but great. Unlucky. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but, um, sounds like a, a failed venture that's going to continue to fail. And that's it. And a lot of the players had gone back to their hotels because the, the, the AAF was paying for like their accommodation hotels and stuff. They all got they all received a, just a blanket email saying we're stuck for business and they apologised. They a lot of the players, I think in Memphis for instance, went back to the hotel and all their stuff was packed up and they were told to leave. <laughs> and they said that they've got outstanding bills they have to pay. Wow. Yeah. They said uh, players in Memphis came back to the hotels after news came down and had their personal items waiting in the lobby, kicked up their lodgings. Um, the amount owed to vendors in San Antonio for their training camp. Is forty is four million dollars. So this was your back four. This was a bad thing. Of course, it's a bad thing. Oh, All the players have left without money. Yeah. Reserved injured players are going to have to end up paying their own medical bills. Um, so wow. they just gets left high and dry. And but I mean, history tells us there's never going to be a second uh, American Football League because Donald Trump used to try to do one uh, in the past, which was called uh, what was it called? Um, see if I can get this right. No, don't want to look. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, Donald Trump tried one. Vince McMahon tried one from yeah, WWE, the XFL, which they're going to try and do in, in uh, try and revive in uh, twenty twenty. They tried a European league, which didn't work. Uh, you, do, you do wonder how many times. Like, what's that Einstein quote about? Um, it's you're mad. Yeah, madness is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Yeah, this is the arrogance of people, isn't it? Yeah, and the money. All right, cool, nice. In my good. front three this week is single men. Charlie Sohn says she's shockingly single and some somebody just needs to grow a pair and step up to ask her out. Who? Charlie Theron. 
don't she's know. an actress from South Africa. You don't know who Charlize Theron is? Oh, Mark. The blonde, the blonde one does all, she does the, um, uh, is it Gucci, the advert? Whatever one it is. I've no idea. Where she was in All in Gold. That's it. Oh, yeah, look, I'm just watching it now. You see that? She's so buff. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, still don't know. But she's single because I think she believes that men just don't ask her out because she's too hot. And as a person who's pretty afraid to ask most women out, I can understand. <laughs> I mean, like, Danny's the most confident one here and he will ask out anything. But I even, even Charlie's done that. Hey, what's I think he'd, he'd, um, he'd have a tough time building up the minerals to go and ask Charlie's stem on that. She is, she is pretty hot. So your fun three is single men. So yeah, because you need to man up. Okay. You have to man up. You have a chance. She's literally telling you, I'm so single. I'm very single. Great. I mean, I've got a clip here if you want to hear it, but I don't know if, if, if we can legally do that. <laughs> not sure. Let's not just be yeah. crazy. You sure? I will do it after the pod. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Inspire Danny. Maybe we'll fly over to America. Right, so so we'll I'll, I'll message her in her DMs and say, hey, how are you doing? You want to go out? And then she'll screenshot it, put it up and look, be like, look at this pig. That's like me too. She's 43, right? So she's right around your age. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. let's move on. So, come on, men, step up. Cool. Mark, do you want to do yours? Uh, yeah, my front three is obvious. Well, we'll get my other one, but... You can't, you can't just have as many as you want. The whole game is. You pick one front three yeah. and one back four. One good thing. I made this game up. I'll make the rules. Thank mm-hmm. you. It's in a game. It's a segment. Yeah, true. But, um, yeah, I win every week. Well, the front three was obvious. You called it as soon as it happened, Chris. The Grand National. So, uh What's his name one? He's on blank. Uh, Tiger Roll. Tiger Roll. Da- Davey Russell and Tiger Roll, yeah. yeah. First back-to-back since, I think... I since Red Rum. Yeah, in 1974. Yeah. We were sitting in a room with five, six, seven people who had at least four or five horses per person. <laughs> yeah. We were really struggling to get any winners there. No, no. You don't have any winners in the room? No, his dad uh, did well. Okay. The thing is, I, I, anyone who had seen our All Talk tweet, I tweeted bef- uh, the day before saying... Like, will Tiger Roll do it? The reason was is because it, it just was so obvious he was going to. He's well, a, you say that. I, the whole point a, of the Grand National is it's not that obvious yeah, because it's, it's not never been, been done. Well, before. second place was 66 to 1, wasn't it? Fifth place was yeah. 100 to 1. Yeah, 80 then, to 1 was uh, the magic in whatever. Magic but it's like, it's not been done, but every now and then, like, a special horse will come and he is known. I just couldn't couldn't do a 4 to 1. Like, I, I want everything about me said back him. But I just couldn't. Yeah, it packed it big. It's really? because nice. anything under ten to one isn't worth doing each way because you'll lose out. So I just couldn't bring myself doing a four to one. But congratulations, to Tyrol. That's the first yeah, time I've ever watched it. Watched it. Really? The Grand National, yeah. And and as soon as it jumped over the first hurdle, like I don't know who said it in the room, was like oh, that one's dead. And I thought, yeah. oh, that was rough. That was rough to watch. Yeah. Uh, actually, the one that died, so Vintage Clouds, fell over. Did he d- was it Vintage Clouds didn't die. He tripped up, up for review, and up for review died. Oh. So it actually wasn't oh, the one no. that... I didn't know that. First death since 2012 really? in the National. Because they've changed, they've put in a lot more like strict procedures. Yeah, yeah. like, well, they've reduced the height of the fences. So. Yeah. Really? They're still massive. Yeah, well, obviously they're still enormous, but they've reduced them. Yeah, and it wasn't actually the one that fell that died. He, like, yeah, the, the one, one he behind up. it. Yeah. Because yeah. unfortunately with the, the horses... brutal. Yeah, well, it's, I'm sure he didn't die there and then. Like, they, they, no, but like it, the whole thing's brutal. Like there was one where they jumped up, and you just seen this one uh, jockey just getting trampled on heaps, and he was trying to cover up. Yeah, I don't know if I can watch that again. I'll just bet online. 
Well, <laughs> it's not off. Like the national is harsher. Like when you watch it, because the fences are so big. Yeah. There's 30 fences. You're not often jumping that. There's yeah. 40 runners. That's why it's the that's why it's running. the ultimate race, and that's why it's such a hard race to call because anything can happen over 30 fences. I yeah, think they should do something like that in um, in like the Olympics. Just sort of like a hundred runners. I mean, look at the, look what happens when you've got forty runners. It's chaos. That's yeah. a hundred runners. Yeah. Great. You've gone from I don't think I can watch this again. It's too sad. So let's put a hundred horses in and see what happens. Well, horses. horses I like horses. So one of the things that uh, I saw yesterday morning. I don't know if you saw it. They did a um, Grand National, but a computerized one. I, did you see it? I put it on, but they built up. They built it up for so long, I just never got around to watching the actual race. Well, it was so, because I turned it on maybe five minutes before it started, and I was like, what is this virtual Grand National? And I watched it, and it was still weird. Like, the graphics are unbelievable. No, Tiger World didn't even come top four. It was, um, some of the others that did, did get there, but I can't remember, Rath, Haven, or whatever his name was. Could you get on it? No, it was just that, basically, they stuck all the horses into a computerised, uh, yeah, and basically an algorithm decided based on all the form, based on everything, based on the ground. Who is most likely to win? Yeah. Tiger World didn't come close. Well, because so. reality shows you don't win it twice in a row. Yeah. So when you do get moments of history, they'll never be picked up on air. That's so stupid. But it shows it shows how how difficult it is to pick a winner on the national. That's why. Yeah, but they need a computer to tell me that. No, but the, it would have been more interesting if the computer had been quite accurate. It to me is just annoying because I'm just like, I just got swayed by the odds. I I tweeted. Well, there's a reason why favourite. Well, yeah, but like such and a favourite never wins. Like, this is the first time favourites won the Grand National in God knows how long. Since Red Rum. 15% oh, no, of the time my favourite wins. So oh, I was well. looking at the stats. Congrats to Tiger Roll. Made history. I like watching history be made. Uh, what, was I, what am I on? Back four. Yeah. Uh, so what we didn't mention in between last pod and this pod, pod was uh, April Fool's Day. And if you get caught out by any articles... Uh, no, because I, I actively look out for them. So I know that yeah. there's loads of companies do some really good April Fool's. I saw so one so article reason... that the MPs were happy with the Brexit deal. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason it's in my back for this this one is because I also look out for them. And what a poor year. Yeah, it, it was, was poor. I didn't see anything. Real rubbish. I was hoping you were going to come out with something now. I I've, got a couple, anything good. Um, I've got a couple that came up. But Before like, you say that, sorry, like... Do you see Justin Bieber was getting a bit roasted because he said I think he was pregnant, or he had his, his uh, I don't know if his girlfriend was pregnant, and then obviously it was like April Fools because news for a lot of people like that would go huge and go viral, yeah. and then they were saying someone was like um, that's really offensive towards people that can't can't have babies. No, honestly, so I put out a tweet saying um, I've stopped making jokes about how my eyesight's getting worse with age because some people can't see. No one liked it. <laughs> <laughs> one like from the All Talk FC account. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I also won. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Uh, yeah, so Go some of them. Well, there was, uh, the Royal Mint is now putting emojis on there. The oh, I saw that the poo emoji. The poo. Yeah. Like, the, the beauty of April Fool's well, That's Day the most famous one. I like... No, but I like... They've got it these could slight, be believable. Yeah. yeah. So, like... <laughs> what should it have been, like, the, the aubergine? <laughs> there was one about uh, the no-deal Brexit would uh, mean we'd have to leave the Eurovision, which uh, the Eurovision was up in arms. Yeah, yeah. The problem is no one's listening to any Brexit talk anymore, so that kind of joke just falls by the wayside. I well, did, people I got did. angry and then they realised Australia in the Eurovision too. Yeah, and Israel, Danny's country. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you should know. Then we, um, 
But then uh, the one that did look quite good, did you see the cat flap on, on number 10? So that yes, Larry could get that. in and out? I did see that. It was almost believable. Who's Larry? The, the cat. Number 10 cat. Oh. But then what happens is occasionally they'll do something where um, people actually like the idea. So Lego and McDonald's ended up doing an April Fool's joke, but people actually liked the thing. So Lego did a Find My Brick app. So you took a photo of a pile of Lego and you say, I want to find all the yellow pieces and it'll tell you where all the yellow pieces are. Or you change it to red and it'll say where in that pile all the red pieces are. And people are like, why can't you do this? And then they had to come out and say, no, sorry, we're not actually developing this. It was April Fool's. Um, Google normally do something stupid. But that makes no sense because you can see it with your eyes. But if look at the photo here of what they did. So it will highlight where so the, the yellow ones are. I like it. And then, uh, not, I'm not a big, big fan of this. Americans seem to love dipping chips there. I chips thought that was fries. real. Into milkshakes. Yeah, McDonald's did milkshake sauce pots. So you could get what? strawberry milkshake, chocolate milkshake. Imagine that. In the, sort of, in the same way, in the same pot as like the barbecue oh, sauce. That's true. So dipping chips Well, I thought it was going to be like a sauce version of the milkshake flavour. Do you know what I mean? Like, so did you think it was real? Then? Did you well, just straight to McDonald's? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now they said, nope, sorry, this is April Fool's. And people are like, oh, oh. I love dipping my chips in milkshakes. And uh Let's see chocolate milkshake. Chocolate and salty fries are so nice. Uh, it just sounds wrong. Well, anyway. And one that made me laugh finally was Tinder's said, you're going to have to do a hype verification. Ah! So, so you need to yeah, stand, stand next. So it'll go to your location and say, here's stand some verified buildings. You have to go stand next to one of these buildings That's so they brilliant. can see how yeah. tall you really are. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a good one. That one's for the ladies out there. Yeah. Kids. Um, it's rough being short, isn't it, Dan? Uh, front three. Um, my front three is Google Stadia. Have you heard of it? Yeah. It's I a am... computer game. That, that... No, it's not a game. Uh, it... Well, go So, Google Stadia... So, basically, it's the future of gaming. They've, their slogan yeah. is, the future of gaming is no longer in a box. So, basically, what Google Stadia means is that our children and our grandchildren will probably never own a games console again in their life. It's the death of PlayStation, Xbox, all of that. Because it's the, it, it's the first time that, from a mainstream point of view, they're going to make cloud gaming possible. So there have been other people that have tried to do cloud gaming. And basically, the, the game is there in the cloud, like it is now. So you can access it from any device at any point as long as you've got an internet connection. You don't need a box, you don't need anything. You can just access it. They're the first ones to bring this mainstream. And so Stadia is meant to be like the place, Stadia, so it's where all the games are housed, and then you can just go in and play instantly. You pay for it. Um, pay for be, well, they haven't, they haven't announced about the price. It will be a subscription. Play it on what then? Like, on anything. Well, Chromecast main is one of the things they're pushing. So you, you'll buy a control pad, you'll have like a Chromecast or a Fire Stick, and there'll be an app, and you'll just open the app and... Start playing. Yeah. And play with anyone around the world. But it'll be linked into loads of stuff, so like YouTube so one of the big things with young gamers is they don't actually play games they just like watching people play games yeah. so now you'll be able to watch people play games on YouTube and it'll pop up and say do you want to play this game you click it and you'll go straight in as long as you've got a controller and start playing that game so the, the problem the reason it's, it's not really worked yet but the reason Google are doing this now is because Google well, multi-billionaires and can just throw like, well, no 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 because now, now is the time to do it because the problem the reason it hasn't worked is because uh, people's Wi-Fi connections or 4G connections aren't strong enough. So typically, you can't get good so enough internet. 
yeah. but in <laughs> some, in the summer of pod loaded in yeah, well, the summer of this year, five G is being launched, and five G is over a hundred times faster than four G, and it's got all the other benefits that come. It's like it will be faster than any Wi Fi connection we've ever had. And so, but who's that accessible to? Like, it would be the whole, be the whole country. Yeah, I've tried to get better Wi-Fi in my house. No, and no, that's said that. the point. It's not Wi-Fi anymore. It's not about. Um, it's not about needing more towers. It's not about needing pipes. It's basically the end of Virgin Media as well because it's all based on these little white boxes, which are about this big. You can't see, but the size of like a plate, and they have, I don't know, a thousand times the strength of any of these signals. And the problem, and you just, and they can be put anywhere because they're small. They can stick them in lampposts, they can stick them literally everywhere, and then they connect all the signals together. So you no longer need to, if you're in a built-up area, yeah. or if you're in a stadium or wherever, you know, you can't get any reception. All of a sudden you can. So the whole point of 5G is that it's now going to make something like Stadia actually possible, because everyone will have access to the internet super fast, so it'll be 4K. Well, they're going to throw a lot, they're gonna have to throw a lot of money at it. Cause, cause, yeah. Cause, billions. Cause, billions. Yeah, but well, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, because like, well, so different console systems have... Rights to games, they buy the rights. Yeah, so, so the things that might stop it falling down is Google don't actually have any... They don't have any. Any yeah. game... So they won't have any first-party games. They, Not yet. They've got they've oh, they've some start. studios. Um, we've seen this try to work before. So you, there is a, like With a Play, PlayStation Now did a service. Steam, yeah. Steam is actually really popular if you're in your PC gaming. So that's a similar kind of service. Not, not the same. This is the first of its kind, but... It really comes down to how they do it. So like, it's Google. They'll it's do it Google. Well. So that. So then your worry is no, that there's going to be adverts in it. So it might be yeah. a case of. Well, the whole point is it's, if it's a subscription it's model, you pound, have to. Well, it might be fifteen pound a month, but you have to watch adverts. Or for thirty pound a month, you get the premium well, yeah, no maybe, advert service. Maybe, but that, that's how the whole world's going. That's, that's yeah. what's happening. Advertising's paying for everything. Yeah, so no, that, but if if it, if it costs you money to buy a console and not have adverts, I'm sure a lot of people would go. But for the, the whole point is the console is so limiting because the console yeah, has to be yeah. plugged in. So you, the whole point here I've is plenty of outlets in my house. Yeah, but the point is you can go to someone else's house, or you can go sit in the park, or you can do whatever. You can carry on playing yeah. these consoles. So without the need for an actual box. Yeah, so I think I think it look competition is good. In these in these things, I don't think it it's a Xbox or PlayStation killer in its current no. format. One it will because, be in the future, though. Well, the fact is, it's like PCs. PCs have always been sort of unlimited. Like they're much more powerful than PS4s and Xboxes. It, but the the thing is, it's like everyone has a PlayStation and Xbox, so that game developers won't build anything that can't be run on those. So well, they they're all they'll all have their own. They'll move to their own cloud services, obviously. But anyway, the reason it's my fun three is because they're they going out and they're it. doing it first. I like the, the idea of it. It's going to completely change. Really, I really don't like it. But carry on. Have you seen Ready Player One the film? Uh, I, no, have, I haven't. I've heard of it. Obviously. It's kind of it's the same kind of concept where you can be in one place. Like they all live in these. Like we've run out of energy in the world, so they all live in this virtual world. They've got the headset, and they can just play in what effectively a stadium would be, which is just a virtual world where you can have games. And I mean, there's obviously risks with that and lots of problems, but the concept... You seem like it, Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> it's good. Um, I hate to end on a negative point, but my back four is Leonardo Bonucci. Yeah, I saw this. Have you seen... Did you see what happens? No. So, um, last week... So, the last six to eight weeks... Probably, yeah, last couple of months, I'd say there's been more about racism in football than probably ever in the, I can remember in the last few years. And I, I don't think it's because it's suddenly more rife. I just think more people are talking about it, which is good, and all the stuff that Sterling's had with Montenegro and all of that stuff. So 
I've just seen Wolves just scored. Um, so last week, so Mo- Moise, I think he's Khan, they keep saying Moise Khan, although it looks like Moise Keane. He's this 19-year-old um, Italian kid. Yeah. Uh, his, people are saying he's the next Balotelli. Basically, for Juve, isn't he? Yeah, for Juve, because that's what he looks like, I guess. But yeah, he's a young black Italian kid, he's 19, he's going to struggle. He's been complaining already all year because he's been getting a lot of abuse in Italy. And last week, he came on, scored the winner for Juve against Cagliari, stood there and celebrated in front of the fans. You could visibly see and you could hear them all just shouting monkey chants at him. Um, so they are fans? No, no, the Cagliari fans to, to him. But I thought he's his own fans. No, 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 no it was the Cagliari fans. I thought it was the Juve fans. But, the, but what, what he was saying is actually this has been happening all season. And Balotelli's even came out and said, well, this, is, this happened to me my whole career. Um, this is just how it is in Italy. But then the worst thing about it, so after the game, Benucci is the captain. They asked Benucci, what do you think about it? And his response was, well, it's a bit 50-50. He shouldn't really go and goad the fans. To which everyone started responding, going, oh, hold on a minute, what? He shouldn't goad the fans. He stood there and celebrated, and everyone he monkey chanted. And you think it's okay that he... Go- that You think it's because he goaded them that it's okay they did that. And then Max Allegri, the manager, came out in the press conference and said something almost the same. So Raheem Sterling, ironically, was one of the first people instantly, he tweeted him, just like loads of laughing faces, and just gone, this has gone too far, it's become a joke now. And now it's blown up. And obviously he's come out since apologised and said, oh, that's not what I meant. But he, that is exactly the problem, particularly in Italy. But that is a massive problem they still have, which is his own captain, his own teammate, is saying, is, rather than saying, yeah, those fans shouldn't have done that, that's not acceptable, he's gone out and gone, well, he shouldn't really go to them, should he? What does he expect? It's a, it's a weird one, this subject. Well, it's not a weird one in the fact that, obviously, this shouldn't be happening. The thing I find strange about it, and Raheem Sterling wrapped up really well um, after the, was it the Montenegro game? Yeah. In the fact that, all right, we can build awareness and we can talk about this stuff happening and how it shouldn't be happening, but the people who are in charge that have power and influence have to do something. They what to. they do, though, I mean, how can you battle it and how can you stop it? Because how much can you put on the team or um, the players within the teams in terms of how they'll get punished. Because I think they've talked about doxing points, they've talked about playing in the empty stadiums, those kind of things. With his response, my initial, uh, Benucci's response to that, I'm like, punish the teams massively. Yeah. If, you're, if your own teammates are going to be, aren't going to um, How do you, how do you think Moise Khan feels? His, his own captain and his own team is coming out and saying that. How yeah. do you think he He's 19, like he's a yeah. kid, it's his first season. Uh, he looks like he's going to be top, top quality, great player, but how's he meant to deal with that? And you had Danny Rose come out this week saying about how he can't wait to stop. Poor Danny Rose. <laughs> that guy's got every problem under the sun. One, something I heard someone say on TV the other day, which I thought was interesting. You know how the NFL players, they all got on one knee during the National Anthem and they yeah. like, stood up? They said, what if all the black players in the Premiership or, or um, the Italian League, Serie A, whatever, just refused to play. But what that, if they just stood there and refused to play? But well, that, no, not, see, hold on. Right, not, because you're asking the players to make a sacrifice, yeah. uh, a personal sacrifice, and all they want to do is play football. They're going to be giving up their... their, 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 their they're not going to get paid if they don't play. They're not going to get paid if they don't train. All the all players like Ian Sterling, all they want to do... Problem as yeah, well. it's, it's a, like Gareth Southgate said after in this press conference is that... Uh, so he was asked the question... Um, was it ever in your mind to just take the players off and he goes well I don't know how to do that because I'm sure a lot of the players wouldn't want me to do that because they want to play football I would like to think uh, obviously racism and these kind of things shouldn't happen I would encourage people to have some a bit more resolve and, and like Raheem Sterling who's been an absolute mammoth in this situation where he's just carried on and just done his job and just blocked it all out you still got a game to play 
the fans shouldn't be there. They need to find ways in which if these players, if these fans are going to be doing that, have more security guards, have cameras around the pitch, and then just never one instance, and then you're bound for life. Those kind of things need to happen. I know it's tough because yeah. there's so many people there, but bigger. You're right. It's got to be bigger, bigger bands, bigger uh, like the, the Montenegro fans. One, they haven't got any games behind closed doors, and they had a few thousand pound fine just for for what happened. And it's pointless. Ridiculous. Completely pointless. So the the fines need to be bigger. I agree. But anyway, so Benucci for that attitude and actually Allegri could have, could have been just as bad. Uh, both of my back four this week because I thought that was just too far. There you go. Did you have another front one that you wanted to finish? No, I'm joking. Oh, right. Oh, you not that joke. Yeah. yeah, just a swat. Sway the bad jokes today. It makes me laugh. I mean, I could do one just to lighten up because oh. you just kind of killed the mood there. Yeah, I did say I kind of didn't want to... Um, to turn on a funny note. Do you remember Ahmed Hagazi who played for West Brom? Yeah. We probably all had him on our fantasy football team last week, the Egyptian defender. So in 13 minutes yesterday for West Brom, he, um, he gave away a pen, he scored an own goal and then he got sent off. How unlucky. How bad of a 13 minutes did he just have? Yeah, he's not that great. And uh, West Brom lost the game. Uh, he was just big, and West Brom had a good defence. Well, maybe maybe yeah. Scotland should bring in more Egyptians. Massive. That's a weird thing to say. Well, they're massive. He's anyway. Massive. All right. Good. Um, I'm going away for a few weeks. Oh, yes. Danny is going away for a few weeks, so me and uh, Mark will be doing it solo. You might have a chance of winning a game, Chris. <laughs> we might have to just get some of these BBC quizzes and just go against each other, <laughs> innit? See how we go. We'll figure it out. Hopefully we'll have some fun. Danny, enjoy your holiday. I will Travel be. safe. Where are you going? To Japan? Japan. I'll be yeah. back in three weeks. Yeah, good stuff. Um, yeah, that's not what the football's like out there. <laughs> Any, anyone's to watch. Yeah, yeah, anyway. Football Index. Right? <laughs> yeah. I've got this great Japanese player. You never know. He's four years old. You never know. You never know. Cool. Yeah. Cheers. Bye. Uh, have a good week, guys. Danny, see you in a few weeks. Yeah. Good luck. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye.